heart and soul of a nation, beckons the call. The voice of our forefathers heard in the distance. A house divided against itself cannot stand. To reclaim our honor. honor. Our soul. The challenges of a generation call out. Future generations hang in the balance. We choose liberty. This is the voice of a nation. The nation. The nation. The nation. And now, Malcolm. Okay, so the big news uh, today, my fellow Americans, is uh, Joe Biden has turned 81 years old. Wow, huh? Mm, terrific. And more important than that, if you watched the tapes of Joe Biden over the last five years up to present day here, you'll discover, as I have, that his cognitive decline was apparent then, five years ago, and it is glaring presently. No matter how many candles you put on the cake. And I say that because, listen, and full disclosure, I've, I've got friends and people I know that are well in their 80s, 85, 87, 80, and they are as bright as as a 65-year-old. So it, it varies, to be sure. It, it, and important to state that just because you're 81, doesn't necessarily mean X, Y, and Z. It just depends. It's a quality of life. And we've seen this time and again. Here's the thing. Joe was never a super smart human being to begin with. Okay. I mean, not trying to be smart guy here, but uh, he managed to enrich himself, though, and his family and arrive in the Oval Office. <laughs> you might say back to me, oh, come on, Malcolm. I mean, that's pretty smart to do that, isn't it? Well, one should question, though, how he did that, don't you think? You know, basically, I think I would say to you, Joe Biden has been the useful idiot uh, up to now here. And then we ask the question, who who's using him to be the useful idiot, right? Well, again, just go back and look at the tapes when Donald Trump pulled the upset over the anointed one, Hillary Rodham Clinton, in the 2016 election. Go watch those tapes again after you watch the Biden ones I suggested. Then watch their collective mouths drop and the gas exhaled from well, the deep crevices of their guts. The Obama cabal of globalists I'm talking about here knew that their adventurous plans for the USA would be delayed somewhat, maybe but not misplaced or forgotten. Move along to the convenient bioweapon from Wuhan was incredibly timely, you have to admit, incredibly timely. And that allowed, really, Joe Biden's basement campaign, like to the likes of something we've never seen in our country, to be sure. And, and, and also, while the basement campaign was going on, there were changes to the way uh, folks voted. Remember, with all the ballot harvest and all the stuff and mail-in and it, everything was just totally relaxed. And listen, basically, bottom line, it was an excellent opportunity to seize the moment, however they did it. And I'm not here to d debunk and debate and, to, you know, get into election fraud again. You can do your own math and figure that out. OK. All right? But they seized the moment is all I'm talking about. You have to agree with that. They seized the moment. They did. So listen, Trump spent four years of his administration playing defense 
against the leftist cabal. He engaged, and I would say he enraged the enemy. Fast forward to current day, and Trump promises now to get even with the globalist cabal. And that's making them very nervous indeed. Now, here we are at the early start now of the 2024 election. Here's what we got, friends. Here, here's, here's what we got. We have the ailing Joe Biden, whatever his age is. We have the angry and determined Donald Trump. We have Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley, RFK Jr., Ramaswam, and Krusty Christie. That's the menu for the presidency. That's it right there. That's what we're dealing with. But keep in mind now, it's more than just the presidency we need to be looking at. And just off the top of my thoughts here, it's the House, it's the Senate, sure. But it's governorships, it's school boards, and it's local races, to be sure. Keeping everything in context. You know, if you're going to change a nation, then it's one bite at a time, friends. Just as the leftist globalist cabal have done to our great nation, indeed. Well, upon all of that, welcome in here to the voice of a nation. It is indeed Malcolm Out Loud here and a privilege to be with you always, uh, my fellow Americans, and to all of our beautiful friends around the globe who listen into America Out Loud. And it, it's hard to be uh, incredibly optimistic today. I think everybody feels a sort of uneasiness, sort of a little bit of edge or pain in their gut, maybe. I mean, I, I don't know anybody who's just, you know, grooving to the music of the moment, right, this moment. I, I don't sense that out there, really. I think everybody is uneasy, be the word I'd use, some more than others. But they know that not everything is uh, on the up and up on the uh, in the city on a shining hill here. Things are a little upside turvy at the moment, and people can sense it, everybody. It doesn't matter what the political stripe is. Um, and so when, so the question back to, I would say you to be pondering today maybe is this, a dystopian future can be averted. How? Excited to have on here, Professor Pedro Blas Gonzalez joins me, and so professor of philosophy and uh, a great author, uh, voice, uh, but also a, a thinker. And you got to have thinkers today. Problem solvers requires big thinking. It requires thinking you get outside of the lines or the box a little bit. And that's what we'll do today here. Uh, Professor Pedro Blas Gonzalez, welcome on here to the Voice of a Nation. And I think an interesting place maybe to start is uh, this onset of uh, this dilemma we have, an onset of negative information and the way they've... Uh, propagandized the information. You spoke a little bit about that in a previous, one of your previous essays, The Moneyed Class Want Total Control of Society. And you talk on there, Professor, about uh, the internet, social media, and the massive proliferation of digital media were all billed as vehicles of transparency and the expansion of democracy and democratic values. And they were, and they were. And then... The internet, social media, digital media, were, we were told that would make the world smaller while making people connected. And we thought that for a while. 
And then as you say, get into circa 2023, all bets are off now because that cabal I spoke about in the opening remarks and the leftist cabal, they've seized the moment and they've been seizing it right along and they've radicalized, indoctrinated and disinformation is the order of the day. And they, they've manipulated the system going after middle-class values. And we're talking, and everybody knows, I mean, Facebook, Google, YouTube, TikTok, it's a, it's a litany list of all, I mean, about all of them, basically. I mean, the others are trying to start the wrenches to get off the ground, but it's a slow, slow walk because it happened so late in the game. Uh, and so they're using this in ways that are not going to benefit our future. Let's start there for a moment, the impact of that on society, Professor. Um, what you see with that and how we might change that paradigm, sir. Hi, Malcolm. Uh, thank you for having me on again. And um, there, there's a couple of things here. I mean, first of all, they're 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 riding the wave of the people in power, and the people in power are clearly the the elites that, that are running the country. So unless you ha you have somebody elected to to the top and pass some laws that say that these people are in fact censoring people, unless you could do that, that that that's one way to do it. But for now, for now, without necessarily being controlling the top i'm talking about the the the, the institutions that are running the, the country you're going to have to ask people uh i don't know if you can wake them up but let's assume we can wake them up you're going to have to ask people to start boycotting boycotting corporations boycotting google boycotting youtube and and see if there's a grassroots um welling up of that uh, without necessarily doing what would you really need to do, which is you're going to have to sanction these companies, break them up, uh, take away their power, which is not going to happen because the left figured out that this is exactly their moment in time. The technology is their moment in time to to do these things. So at a, at a, at a, at a little man uh, attitude towards this, you're going to have to get people to get angry and start boycotting these these companies. Uh, mm -hmm. You've seen a little bit of this with you know uh, stores like uh, like Target and and uh, and and definitely a lot with Budweiser. Uh, but you gotta have to target the 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 electronic or the, the media and see if maybe nobody watches these or goes on. But but that's that's hard to say because it's really tempting for people to say forget about it, just live for the moment. You know. Yeah, yeah. And they are doing that because I, I sense that a lot. I tend to boycott some of these things and pull out of them. But a lot of folks just don't know how. And when you look at like a, a Facebook or a TikTok, they have billions of people and they just it doesn't matter what they do. It's like so much of that is overlooked. Um, but the boycotting has been the one metric people like to um, to push back on their wallet uh, vote on their wallet, vote pushback in that way. But he, here's the crux I, I want to ask you something about. You talked about new laws. Um, one of the things I hear back a lot, Professor, I'd like your input on, a lot of people are nervous with that part of it because they're very apprehensive to empower any government anymore. In other words, it would almost have to be a non-government entity for anybody to have any sort of trust when anytime, like we have so many things right now that are not acted on right now, censoring and shadow banning and doing whatever these cats want to do, but they're private entities, unless it can be shown to be a monopoly and they can change with the antitrust laws and all of that. You're dealing with the fact that you know you either they need more competition, as you say, but a lot of people are apprehensive to give that power back to government as far as new laws go, 
Is there another answer there I'm not seeing with that? Well, definitely the, the competition would be great. Uh, there There's some competition on, on conservative uh, angles here. Um, that's one way. But but remember, we we can't be coy about the fact that the the giving the government power in this case is a catch twenty two, because if the government power that we're about to give the government or create for the government in fact does away with the power that these that these social media companies have, like getting rid of TikTok in the United States and stuff, that that would be good because that is actually going to go back to the government and take away some of the government power. So it's, it'll be a circular, cyclical thing. And, and if in the future you have gotten rid of these, these social media, internet companies and so on, and, and now the government's abusing that, perhaps we'll change that again. But at this point, it's not like the government is attacking some innocent bystanders. The government is or wouldn't do it because this is the, the arm of the government that we're seeing these these private property uh, uh, people and these these companies are all private property. We want to look at it like that. So so it's a catch twenty two. So we we shouldn't be so scared to go after these companies through the government because the government, quite frankly, is going to say, "Well, are you kidding? We got a cash cow here, an ideological phenomena here. We're not about to shoot ourselves in the leg." And that's what people need to wake up to that because the alternatives are very few. I mean, we got billionaires to what create these other Googles and things. It's not happening anytime soon. Meanwhile, you're losing the nation. Yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. I think people can appreciate what you say there. And as a footnote to everybody, listen, I'd, I'd like you to think about this point that uh, Professor puts out there about um, uh, what he says there, the the juxtaposition of uh, government laws entity uh, versus the um uh, the uh, boycotting and the uh, or letting it be a runaway train like it is now with these outlets. I mean, within the media landscape now, you have the social media outlets. You've got all of those. And there are a lot of newbies over here, but they're ne not nearly the size of like huh, Facebook and Twitter and TikTok and YouTube and Google. Google is a monster, monster, monster because they control search engines they, they made it very clear after 2016 election, Professor, they, they made it very clear. These are their words, not mine, but they said, you know, that they took their eye off the ball with Donald Trump being elected. But don't worry, it won't happen again. And boy, they damn well made sure that come 2020, they pulled out all the stops to make sure. the And this was duly noted. I talked about this and we've seen the evidence. They made absolutely positive that. Those all those searches went against him. They made him out to be the big brute. And the big problem that he is, uh, the ogre in the whole conversation, and they made him into that. And they were successful with that, with a lot of the search. And Google is very powerful in that way. But not only that, but keep that all there. And then you've got all the regular media, you know, the fourth estate. Um, you've got you've got all of that, all of the newspapers, all of the cable television channels, all of the network television channels, all of the various outlets that put their again privately held most all and they basically do what they want to do if they want to lie, they lie, if they want to cheat, they cheat, if they want to do, you know, whatever it is they're doing, they do it. There are no laws against that. And we see that every hour of every day. The problem is, again, people are consuming this crap. 
they they consume it in their minds and their hearts and their souls and then they really think it's a thing which is really part of the problem you and i bang our head against the wall professor we're sort of like we say to ourselves like oh man we're doomed like how the hell do we get people to wake up which you mention all the time you just mentioned a few moments ago but that's the bigger problem isn't it professor really huh yeah, the, the 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 old style media, the big three used to be plus CNN and all these others. I mean, those those you could really hit. You can hit those today because basically you're just gonna get people awoke if you want to look at or or awaken to the reality that you need to hit their sponsors, hit them, and then after that you're gonna see how the CNNs and the MSNBCs are, are talking to themselves. So that that's doable. That is very doable. But you gotta have a a populace is educated and, quite frankly, angry about these things. And they're they're not angry and they're less educated than ever been about these things, including the college graduates. So you have that. But now the, the other ones that we're talking about, the monolith, which has become the arm of the totalitarians, that's harder. That's the one I was thinking of first. If you think about what they do in China, China has a, a, a Internet and a Google and all these searches that are precisely the ones that they're you know, wanting the people to 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 have. For example, they they cut out the hours that people could play video games and so on. So if you go to totalitarian countries, the internet is run by these people for these people. So the Googles of the world are creating programs for them that basically are created for a a, a society of censorship. And that's that's exactly what they're doing here. And it's it's a marriage between the 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 you know the fifth estate or the fifth mm -hmm. columnist here right, right. and the the oligarchs. And that's that's a different thing. That's why in some ways you're going to have to get power. You're going to have to get judges and people put in power that can take away the 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 excess of the Googles and the YouTubes and things like that. Uh, yeah, you're like talking that. about state run. Let me let me jump in here with you on this state run business. You're talking about state run when you mentioned China, Russia uh, and most of these countries all over the South America. I mean, they're, they're state run media. You're exactly right. They control the narrative if they don't like it. Um, they pull the plug or they change the rules. I mean, I mean, now here I'm seeing a lot of people and I talk about this a moment here. I see. A, I mean, I, I see a lot of um, folks and experts are actually starting to gesture with the fact that we are becoming we're sort of. And, and do you agree with this thought? They're saying we're parroting some of that now in our country. We're becoming more and more state-run here. And we see that with the collusion, frankly, Professor, of government and, uh, and and what's happened with media, government and media, government and media, government and social media. We see what happened with, go go with government and Twitter. We see government and, and Google. Uh, this is it's widespread all over the place. Government and Facebook, they're all in cahoots. We are... And government in New York Times, government and, you know, Washington, any of these public, I mean, aren't we sort of in the same capacity, kind of, are we, are, we are we already down that road of being state run? No, but of course we are. Of course we are. And this has been the technique all along to make sure that these media outlets are bought and paid by, let's say in this case, China, they're all the same people. And of yeah. course, if you can do that, there is no chance for the little guy, the little man here. To, to have a chance to put their opinions out there. It's not going to happen. So if you become the, the CNN that sponsors the the and that's in the left says we we protect you, th this is, you know, dictatorship. It's still a, the pink state. Some people call it the pink state. Mm -hmm. uh, not quite red, but it's going to be red. 
but but this is exactly the point. So this is why you have to go to the top, get power, clean out as much as you can the the the, the deep state, which is a it's a fifth column inside the government, which is no doubt about it. That's how strong it is. And then start seeing if you could do changing judges in different states and 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 changing your your local people at the school boards and things like that. But first, you got to have the power. And they're not going to let you the have the power because it's catch-22. Right, You're not right. going to get the power if you can't get the message out there because it's disinformation, fake media that says we, we, we can't do that. Look at what's going on with Israel today with this situation. You have Arab kids or Muslim kids. You have Jewish girls and boys. And you have Christian boys and girls going on TikTok changing themselves to this 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 you know this muslim thing about the quran and stuff they have no nonsense idea what they're saying but yet they've been hit by tiktok and that's a that that's it's kind of like a like a poison gas in the room everybody's falling for it and that's how powerful this stuff is these kids don't have a concept of what it is to be the ones i'm talking about the secular and and, and pagan kids they don't have a concept of religion much less the quran yeah. But now they all want to go in for the Quran. Look at them. And it's 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 endemic what's going on with that. And that means that's control over the mind of these people. Yeah. That fifth column you're speaking about, which is really you're speaking about people reference deep state, people reference establishment. That's what you're speaking about, correct? I mean, that's right. Sure, the pe sure. People, yeah. the puppets who are pulling the strings, what have you. And isn't this the group that is... Um, uh, they're terribly, uh, I think they're scared as anything, petrified of a return of Donald Trump. I, that scares them a lot, doesn't it? Well, yes, it, it is. But yes, it is. It, they're, they're, they're scared of Donald Trump or any other person that is a Donald Trump-like uh, person. Okay. I mean, the Ramaswamy guy, I think he's, he's, he's coming up there with some very interesting ideas. He's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a rich guy who comes not from the lawyer school of, you know, you can buy me. Uh, but he's, he's a businessman, so he, he's up there. But it's anybody like that. But I, 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 I'm a little more... I want to say pessimistic. These people are not so afraid of you. These people are going to break your back, rip out your fingernails and say, you're not going to put a Donald Trump or anybody like that in the future because we're going to break your, you know what? Okay. So the idea is, yes, you're going to put the Donald Trumps of the world in there. And if you could do that, they really need to move fast with that. But totalitarianism is not something that you could just change through voting and stuff like that. That's how deep it runs in this country at this moment. Right, right. You you bring up a very good point. I mean, and this has been built in for a lot of years, this this established deep state. It's why we've seen the problems when the gloves came off throughout the entire uh, administration um, after the 2016 election, Professor. I mean, I mean, we've never seen a president and an administration become so uh, hit, so unraveled and so... Um, uh, the entire apparatus of government was after that administration. It wasn't a day that didn't go by that they were attempting to undermine it with all these leaks, all these trying to make an ass out of the whole situation. And they would constantly go after the, it wasn't about the president's agenda. They were undermining the president's agenda. This is what I call the bureaucratic state, basically. And I think this is the cancer among us this is the danger back to your thoughts a moment ago about a totalitarian uh, atmosphere this are the people that are in charge some of them are brainless and don't even know that what they're doing to the level of what they're doing but then 
they're answering to the people who are who are not so brainless. They know what they're doing, and it's very very intentional. That really is the uh, that's the that's the elephant that we're dealing with in the room, isn't it? Is that nobody really addresses head on here that that like you say an election doesn't necessarily fix you'd need a series of events to happen to fix that state uh wouldn't you you know sure i mean it's all the west i mean it's canada too i mean canada's a oh, canada's far gone than us are you kidding it's me completely it's a one-party state and it's you terrible. have the same thing in england you have the same thing in germany mm-hmm. and and you have the same thing in france and then so what's going on here is you realize that there, there's this 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 hidden hand uh they can't show its face uh or maybe it's, it's in many ways showing its face and people can't figure it out they're not sharp enough to figure it out or aware or give a damn but but it's it's what's going on here and and so the point is to make sure that you have a one party system a one party state and what they're doing in many ways is training people you get to see it you get to see the resolve of people getting broken or being broken. And they're basically telling you democracy is the time has come for democracy as an abuse of all these entitled groups uh, to, to, to end. And the only, the only, the only entity that can give people real, real rights is the state and, and not exactly different parties. And, and so this is what they're doing. This is the reason that you have these Republicans that are sad cases you're wondering who are these people? It is very obvious that these people are bought and paid by China and the George Soros and the in the in the Schwabs of the world uh, and the the you know the Swiss the the the, the party of Davos. You can see that it's very obvious. But this takes a lot of energy to get it out there to the people when the people are saying, "Come on, man! You're talking about conspiracies and stuff. There are no conspiracies. None of this stuff should happen." And so this open border in this business, it's its basically breaking the resolve for people. I don't see the people being angry about it. Uh, not at all. You you don't see you don't numbers. see them getting angry. You're not you don't sense that that. Well, they, no, not really. No, not in great numbers. The reason is because they know that they, they have we've seen it with the virus and so on. They are going to break your back and, and, and you're going to be out of positions of, of of you know your workplace and stuff they know that look at what's happened with medicine medicine losses its heart with the with the virus the doctors became coy and cowards the 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 churches became the same way and you would think these are the the entities that would help and i mean and medicine you talk to people and people are saying no we're not ta- we're not even taking a flu shot anymore because we know that, that the government can't be trusted yeah. but but there's no anger real anger that the, a, a groundswell perhaps it comes yeah yeah uh, okay i hear you uh you know let me uh do this here i'm thinking here as professors talking about um you know how, how, i'm thinking how do we wake more people up i mean it's what i try to do every hour of every day basically here at america out loud is waking people up uh to the dangers of what's taking place you know there was an interesting uh, piece put out on the weekend and uh, perhaps Professor Sort, uh, I know many of you did. It's been well uh, reviewed already. It was from Dr. Peter Bregan and Ginger Bregan, who are just uh, amazing work they're doing. Uh, a couple of my favorite uh, people, really, uh, be- because of the, their sincerity and uh, the conversations I have with them uh, off mic and on mic are always exhilarating. Um, and th- this piece, uh, uh, if you haven't read it, you'll definitely want to do that. 
jab-induced immune fatigue, an insidious gateway to transhumanism and human control. It's it's a pretty striking op-ed uh, that was a lot of thought and research put into it, as all their pieces do. Uh, they're very um, careful that way and uh, thoughtful to connect those dots. Uh, and, that, and that's important. That's, that's important. Uh, for instance, just moments ago, We've gotten in a lot of uh, correspondence and uh, emails from folks, and one just came in moments ago as I was talking here. Uh, a listener references that story and says, you know, sends it into me and says, what do we do now? Question mark. Meaning, what do we do now? Which plays to kind of what professors say in there a little bit, like we need more people asking that, what do we do now? And I'm just thinking here, again, that perhaps that's our role at America Out Loud. Perhaps, you know, what do we do now? You know, that we can shed some light on what that means, what we do now, what we do next, how we fix some of this. So we become more of an answer and a solution uh, and not the problem itself. There's enough people, you know, uh, capitalizing on the problem for whatever but not very many offering solutions and ideas. Uh, I, the underlying message I get from a professor all the time when he's on here uh, uh, is that uh, it, it really does come back to the collective, the people, the, the people, we the people, the power. That, that was always the unique differentiator of America was the we the people. That was That was it. And we've lost, I guess what I probably would say is we've lost a uh, jump in our step maybe, Sadly, I'm, I'm sad to report that today, actually. I, I need to say it that way. That we've looked, because I love we the people. I absolutely love the diversity of America and the, the beauty of the people here it is, has never been lost on me in my life. Uh, I always thank God I was born in this country and that we have this amazing place, but we have lost a jump in our step. Maybe that's why at the top of America Out Loud, dot news on the platform maybe that's why from you know we're going to be eight years old in april uh 2024 by the way we're coming into a pivotal time i believe our work is is crucial critically important but we put a message up there that says uh here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations and you'll sometimes hear me say that at the top of the broadcast on the talk radio network. You'll sometimes hear that uh, with the uh, my voice up there with various messages. Uh, they try to lend a moment of optimism, uh, but also a sense of uh, reality of the moment. So we don't live in a fairy tale world of the battles ahead. You know, but our, again, our goal at the top of AmericaOutloud.news says uh, celebrating seven incredible years will soon to be eight. Uh, working to restore liberty and justice to our beloved America. My, my fellow Americans, that is a goal of a lifetime. If you were to say to me, Malcolm, here's one goal, here's one thing. If you could put your whole body, soul, and your DNA into, what is that going to be as a youngster growing up? And, and it's kind of how I cultivated my mind, I guess, for where I'm at. And if you had said to me 20 years ago, 30 years ago, and I knew something was going to happen in my life that was going to be pretty uh, uh, outrageous, outstanding, uh, some marvelous contribution to this 
this thing we call life in America here. And if you had said to me, well, it's going to be that you're going to want to work to restore liberty and justice to our beloved America. And I would have said, well, they had this amazing goal, but why me? And and how would I do that, uh, Your Honor? Or or maybe that's a, maybe better to address to God Almighty, right? Which is really where this all comes from, is my bigger point here, right? And then if you said, well, you need to get today's generations right, because you're going from, as I say to you often, my fellow Americans, we're going from Tom Brokaw's, the greatest generation after World War II, to the most screwed up generation known to mankind right here, right now. <laughs> that's tough, isn't it? Uh, that's a uh, That should be a wake-up call. It should shake anybody in their boots to understand that. So I bring you back to AmericaOutloud.news and to what's on the top of the platform uh, we're getting revved up for some pretty big changes and excited for things to be happening in the new year, which I think fit into this bigger conversation here we're having. And uh, I I'm, I'm, will announce to you now, we have a whole new website platform. I I'm, will proudly tell you we are working on right now and got some big uh, announcements we'll be making just ahead uh, as we come into uh, this new year, 2024 the year of our Lord 2024 is upon us in just a short time around here. And so then I say, you know, what are the marching orders? What do we have to do to save face, to preserve generations, to restore that liberty and justice to America? And that's some of the plan we'll lay out, I, I would imagine here in the days and weeks ahead. But get ready to uh, tell me, and we'll be going dark for a period of time uh, at the end of December. I'm not ready to make the announcement yet, but I know what the dates are, and I'll share some of that with you ahead, that I, I will begin to tell you more and more about this. And uh, we'll get excited for a revamp of some amazing things we'll be doing here on the network, on the platform, January 1st, 2024. I hope you'll make a date to join me. Uh, for the uh, relaunch and the champagne toast. It'd be a good time to have a nice glass of champagne, actually, for New Year's, right? For 2024. Hopefully, you'll join me that day, January 2024. Be pretty excited and awesome to see some of the things. We'll plan some special things that day. But anyway, so I'll tell you more about that coming up. But it just brings me to the goals that Professor Pedro Blas Gonzalez and, and yours truly are talking about here and why this is so important. All right. Uh, yeah, listen, coming into the season now, we also need to protect our health, and we do that by going to AmericaOutloud.shop. That's another a great uh, invention of ideas, uh, something unique, something different. And most any new site you go to today, friends, you'll get assaulted with X's and ads. You'll have to keep clicking the X's to get to the content. That's not the way it is at AmericaOutloud.news. It never has been that way. I don't subscribe to that. I think it's lowbrow. I think it's where a lot of the media is because uh, that's all they're in it for is the quick hit, the quick endorphin of the dollars that go into their wallets. Uh, that is not why I got into this business whatsoever. And so we don't do it, never did it. I don't like it. My people know it. My tech folks know it. It's off off the radar. We will not play in that field. So we have a you you we have a uh, an area as you know shop where we have all the health products in there that you can uh, you can grab a hold of whether it's just like me want to have a healthy life whether you're suffering through long COVID as we know many of my friends and people around us have whether you're going through vaccine injuries because you made the the, the mistake of taking those 
whatever the reasons are, there are some phenomenal products in AmericaOutloud.shop. When you use the code OUTLOUD, you'll get the discounts. Always do your own research. Don't let anybody sell you anything that you're not comfortable with taking. I'll say that always as my disclaimer. It's important to be comfortable. And all these companies we work with are best in class. And they all have studies and research on there for you to, to, to check into that. So check it out, macroloud.shop, and take a look at some of the awesome products and some new some, some new things coming there as well. So I look forward to getting healthy with you. And uh, so we can enjoy that champagne come January 1st, 2024. Absolutely. We'll be back with uh, Professor Pedro Blas Gonzalez in moments. You're listening to The Voice of a Nation. The silent majority has spoken. We say, let the silent voices be heard. You can be the voice of change. Contact our producer at liberty at americaoutloud.com. Liberty at americaoutloud.com. I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of going to the hospital. My doctor tells me nutrition doesn't work. Trust is earned. We are the Energetic Health Institute, and we want to earn your trust. Natural medicine, holistic nutrition, detoxification, fasting, cellular healing, and so much more. Remember, the best way to be free is to be healthy. So stop being a patient and start being a student at energetichealthinstitute.org. The Natural Colon Cleanse. It's the ultimate digestive tune-up with Oxy Powder. It's crafted to alleviate the discomfort of gas, bloating, and occasional constipation. There's a reason why Oxy Powder is our number one seller. It worked. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-term effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. Fortunately, Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the wellness company designed their spike support formula with the miracle enzyme natokinase, scientifically studied to dissolve spike protein so you can feel your very best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Cofix RX Nasal Solution has completed the circle and is now offering throat spray with povidone iodine. That completes the protocol doctors like Peter McCullough recommend. If staying healthy is important, you'll want to make sure to add throat spray to your next order of Cofix RX. For a limited time and exclusive for America Out Loud listeners only, you can save 25% off your entire order. Let's double down against colds, flu, strep, RSV, HRV, COVID, and more. Click the banner or go to America Out Loud shop to get 25% off your entire order. Use coupon code OUTLOUD25. That's coupon code OUTLOUD25. AmericaOutloud.news is beaten to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, troubled, misled, joyful, and thankful. We know you because we are you. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. And we 
join you back here on The Voice of a Nation. It is Malcolm Out Loud here. A privilege to be with you always, my fellow Americans. Thank you. And I always do consider it a privilege that you take the time of your day to join us on the daily broadcast and that you also join me on Viewpoint this Sunday on the weekend broadcast. We had some excellent shows. I mean, we've been on fire on that broadcast. So uh, I hope you've made that your um, your your business to tune in uh, 10 a.m. Eastern time every Sunday morning. It is the weekend news magazine that was put into place right at the birth of America Out Loud. Within the first year, we launched that show uh, to bring truth. That's when Trump was calling everything fake news. <laughs> Remember, and he was right. And I said, well, we need something to counteract the meet, the press, the face, the nation, the Fox News Sunday. Let's do our own version of that in talk radio. Okay, here we are. Viewpoint this Sunday. You've got it. And we've had amazing people on. You've seen, you know, uh, Congressman Jim Jordan, Senator Ron Johnson, Dinesh D'Souza. You've seen Trevor Loudon, Kurt, Lieutenant Colonel Trump, the best, uh, best in class. I mean, amazing, amazing voices, all patriots among them. So anyways, uh, check us out there as well, of course, friends. Um, all right. We're talking to Professor Pedro Blas Gonzalez here. And uh, please do remember to check out his book, please. Uh, it is a philosophical perspective on cinema. And again, he's a professor of philosophy. He gets into a lot of the I like that. That's why I love talking to him and get outside the lines a little bit about the psychology of some of these things. That's how you figure it out. I mean, you got to step back and sort of peel the onion a little bit without crying. <laughs> mind you. So you come up with some answers, right? That book, by the way, is in the America Out Loud bookstore, as well as all of our books for our great authors, guests on our shows, or our expert hosts and writers here. Uh, there was another marvelous piece, Professor, you had out. Your, your op-eds are always, uh, 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 yeah, best way I can say it is, they're always a, um, a good dose of adrenaline for me when you send them in. And uh, because they're, um, uh, they're always very um, thoughtful, and uh, they are inquisitive and they make you think in ways that you might not think otherwise. And that's important. This one here, drawing the U.S. into what they hope turns into a global war, was uh, just a recent piece here this past month. And you talk about the corrosive and pervasive cultural war and, of course, the moral spiritual corruption, of, of course, that we're dealing with. And there's a lot of that going on in the postmodern world, to be sure. Uh, and um, the failed institutions, absolutely. The perverse media, the totalitarian ideologies. Uh, the fact that our moral compass is spinning out of control. I see a visual right there of the compass in front of us, Professor. And it's just like spinning like, I see it spinning round and round and round. Like, oh, man, grab that thing, please. It's making me dizzy. But then you get into some of the reasons that Hamas invaded Israel and the massacre of what took place on October 7th. And you talk about the fact that there are others out there that are seizing the moment and you have a litany of things talking about the masterminds of China and other folks who are uh, playing into this. And we see the recent meeting of uh, Biden and Xi Jinping in San Francisco where they cleaned the city, which was a disgrace and will be a disgrace in hours more as they left the city already. Um, so, uh, bring us into this piece of why a global war. It looks to me like what you're trying to tell us here is they're seizing the moment. They're seizing the moment. It's like, you know, you sucker punch somebody when they're down and that's how you, that's a Sun Tzu. And then you grab the moment 
that's it tends to be what they're doing right now. And I guess that's what you point out in this piece about that mask. Or tell us about this. Well, it's uh, social engineering. Um, you had mentioned that transhumanism. This is social engineering. I mean, the seizing the moment happens at least on two two counts. One of them is you have a massive breakup of families. If you want to get optimistic about how we fix things, you're going to have to start getting these young people that are having kids and uh, the other ones, the older ones, and saying, I I'm sorry, but you're going to have to get serious about creating a nucleus that is very strong here and which means that you're going to be a unit, the family unit that goes against the state that says, no, no, you don't intervene here in this family with the state or the state. The other one is the basic beliefs or Christian beliefs. I mean, if you take, if you take TikTok, TikTok is taking, you know, garden variety Jewish kids and and Christians and Catholics and making them into pro-Islam. And, and you realize this is because your beliefs are completely not serious. So you're going to have to have religious beliefs that are real convictions, that are deep-rooted, that actually allow you to behave in the world in a certain religious way. And this is a pushback on the state, that and the family unit. But because you have those two that are very weak, you have this existential crisis where people are basically saying, I have no idea what I'm living for, and we're just living here for the moment. And then they, the, the, the culture war is, in fact, not only does it create that, but also then demands that there's more of that to continue to, to put the boot in your face. Yeah, and that living in the moment goes against everything I just talked about, right? Uh, going on a uh, break with the um, generations and with our, our own fight of liberty and justice and we the people... Uh, we have gotten, we've, when I made the statement, we've lost a jump in our step where that's an understatement today, isn't it, professor? <laughs> sure. Uh, and one of the things you have to remember is, uh, let, let's take about, let, let's think about this relativism that you've seen since the sixties, right. the idea the under quotation marks, don't judge. What do you mean? Don't judge. You, you have to judge because you have to make choices and that's, you know, in logic, you call that generalization. You have to generalize between eating this and eating that. What can I eat? Well, I can eat whatever my stomach tolerates or whatever I can afford. Uh, what's my favorite color? Is it blue or is it red? And it's the same thing in human life. You have to make choices. So for you to paralyze human beings by saying, don't judge, which is what's going down, right. you have made asses out of them. And I mean donkeys, right? right. You made fools out of them. So this idea that younger people have to be told, you have to make judgments and you have to make the judgments that are based on higher life affirming values, not just any old thing that comes into your head. All judgments are not the same. Therefore, you have to make intelligent and, 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 and cultured and, and highly affirmative judgments. And that's one way that you can push back on the state and all these lies that you're getting. Right, right. And we need to do this. This is why, you know, I'm, I'm reminded all the time, Professor, uh, I've always used the word actually with our movement, our grassroots movement of America Out Loud. I seen it early on in the early days of this platform, which was a monstrous task. I never thought it was, I, I, I it just kind of happened. It sort of was com like combustible, like bang. I don't even really realize it was coming to the magnitude of what it was going to be. It's like, 
climbing tall mountains and not being prepared for the tall mountain or realizing it. But it was like a magnet. It was like a magnet. And everything that you talk about within the movement of the people uh, is a, a magnet of freedom lovers and people who understand the gravity of the situation. You said on that last piece, I'm going to read this little excerpt because I think it's brilliant. You said, the question as to the timing of this terrorist attack becomes compounded when we realize that the o Obama uh, Biden regimes have been actively working to strengthen the Iranian military and finances through crooked backroom deals that only small children would not believe would culminate in the Hamas massacre of Israel in 2023. This brings us to another vile reason for the timing of the terrorist attack on Israel, an unprecedented weak America that employs its enemies and places them in the highest echelons of power in the United States government. That statement, that last one, should scare the hell out of everybody, Professor. Sure, sure. I mean, if, 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 if none of these things happen for 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 coincidence or by coincidence, of course not. I mean, there is no pushback. You even the government is sitting back and just giving money to the true groups because it's like there's two teams playing and we just want to be a kind of arbiter. This is this is not something that happens, you know, lightly. This is on purpose. Basically, let them wear themselves out. And the great loser is going to be Israel eventually because they're losing the war. That is the one that we're talking about, which is the this disinformation war. The TikTok is giving them hell. And you 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 in the news is giving them help. And the governments of the world are saying, let them let let them play it out until they completely have no arms left or no people or no desire to fight. I don't know that that's going to happen. But but this is this is why <laughs> this is why these governments are are allowing these things. This is this is so funny almost that you realize this has become a comedy. Who is running the, the, the game? Mm -hmm. And these are people that want a massive total destruction of all mm -hmm. democracies. So what you're talking about is the fact that Israel may win the Hamas war at the moment, uh, but they're not going to win the information war. That's what you're talking about. Yes, absolutely. And the information war is going to go on the premise that we're going to get the young 10 year olds and it's coming up 12 year olds and we're going to do this permanently. And this is why these companies have to have their backs broken. It's never going to change until you realize that this is an apparatus of total totalitarianism, globalism, and the rich people that are running these companies are in the bag with China, and they're the same people. Yeah, yeah, that that's scary, what you say. It's accurate. It's scary, though, as hell. All right, bring it back now to where we started, okay? So I gave this quick assessment. I, I first said a dystopian future can be averted how. We've been talking about some of the how here as we've been moving through the tea leaves, but... I, I pose the question. Here we are at the start of the 2024 election. We have the ailing Joe Biden, who I've addressed up front, the angry and determined Donald Trump. Again, the Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley. And then you've got some others down pretty low in the ratings. It would take an act of something for any of that to happen, which is RFK Jr., Ramaswamy, Krusty Christie, all of those people, basically. Uh, so what do you look at? What is the best course? All right. So if we're to have an opportunity to fix any of this in the immediate months and years ahead, out of that group, a collection of folks, who do you, who do you put, not who will 
not who you want to win or not to win. I'm asking you first, who would be better? Who would be the best one to win for this movement, for the country and for damage control? Who, who would it be out of that group, please? Well, out of that group, you 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 clearly have about a bunch of wannabes that are part of the Una Party, and they, they they're harming the system. Uh, you will have to go for a, a a Donald Trump and Donald Trump model, and after that, the Ramaswamy guy, and you're going to have to build a lot of the other ones like Ramaswamy, and say, listen, you guys have this power in your hands. If you only had the conviction and the dignity to put your money where your country is, you're going to have a lot of help like that. And so the the younger guy of the two is perhaps somewhat of the future model because perhaps this is what people want. They don't want these lawyers anymore. Uh, but definitely for the moment, you you have Trump. Trump is a heroic figure yeah. in the in in what you're seeing in this world. But it's not just about Trump. They're going to get rid of right. Trump and they're going to get rid of whoever comes right. in right. that model. Yeah, no, that's a great point. I love what you say there. and Because I'm always trying to not make it about one person. I respect you say what you say there. You're exactly right. I point that out to listeners all the time. I'm not part of the Trump cult team whatsoever. I, I am part of the Trump make America. Uh, America first, I should say, is a better way to say it for me. They always downplay in MAGA, but it's going to be hard for them to downplay America first. Uh, because then it becomes in the hearts and minds of Americans to see that they don't want America to be first. Uh, and that's really what we need to push. That's another objective to get to the end goal of what you are saying here, Professor. We need to turn their words against them. They, they use the English language and projectionism uh, and they lie. And we need to turn it around them and don't let them do that to us. Uh, which is it's a word. It is, it is an information war. And it's a war, war of words here. All right. So you said what I you say there. All right. Now. And to your point, I want to, one other conclusive thought here. Uh, a, uh, there was a, a six in 10 Trump voters say there's a chance that they could choose another candidate was a poll that was put out from the uh, Harvard Caps uh, uh, Harris poll. Uh, it just came out on the Hill. And 60% uh, of Trump primary voters said there's at least some chance they would support another candidate. But they're really their money is on Trump right now, just as you just said a moment ago here, Professor. Uh, and so he has a, a, a groundswell of, uh, uh, of if the primary were held today. Listen to this, Professor. Seventy five percent would vote for Trump. Twenty nine percent for DeSantis, who you and I spoke about in prior broadcast uh, and a head to head matchup against Haley. Uh, you know, uh, 81% said they would vote for Trump. So more would vote for Trump than Haley, even. DeSantis has a better chance than Haley. Um, and uh, anyways, you see the numbers there. What do you say to all that? Well, the, these are these are, these are are people who are saying that they're going to go with Trump. Uh, but the reality is that if Trump doesn't win, all bets are off. It's, it's over. I, it's over, going to be over for this next election. No doubt about it. The Democratic hyena is going to break these people apart and and the republicans are not going to go out and vote they're not going to go out and vote in great numbers they're not because there's nobody to vote for uh, outside of trump right now wow so yeah that's a dire warning what you put out there but it's an accurate one i hear you and you're saying that so much of the money has been put on that chip right now that that's kind of where it's the hedging our bets but that's kind of it and it's a danger sign otherwise so it's kind of a make or break moment, what you're saying, Professor. In other words, if it makes it, and that's maybe why they're doing everything they can to get him a conviction right now and of get course. him put behind bars, right? Of course, of course. They know that they know that 
the nation is not going to go out to vote. This is assuming they don't steal it again, which, of course, if they're good at that. They're tremendously good at that. Again, back to the social media people. Uh, but 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 th- what's going to happen is that a whole bunch of people are not going to go out. This is my 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 informal interviews that I have with people. And they're going to say we we're not going to participate in this anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just I'm just I'm dying in my soup here. I'll tell you. I'm ending the program at a point that uh, uh, where you say uh, I wanted to give some hope and some optimism to people. It's so hard to do today. I continue to tell folks that, Professor, and here we are. And you say, if it's not that or that, all bets are off. The election is screwed and we're basically tattooed. Uh, put a fork in it, Marge, right? My golly, Miss Molly. Wow. Well, we've gotten ourselves in quite a corner here, haven't we? Uh, right. We're in a corner, basically. It's either what do they call it? Fight or flight? Is that what it is, Professor? Fight or flight, <laughs> right? Yes, but it's it's all been designed since 2008 to break the back of the people that can save the nation, which is the people that are going to get frustrated, catch 22 and not go vote. And this is playing in precisely to the totalitarian left. And this is where the danger is. All right. So they have the power and the momentum right now is what you've said. The the left, as you've just stated that uh, in a summation right now. And this is a hard question. But in our final thought, how do we get it back to leave any semblance of optimism? Uh, take a minute, please, and tell me. They They don't have they have the power and they don't have the momentum. What they have is the machinery of disinformation. So you're going to have to go to little websites and little newspapers and little places and get the message out about you are the people, not these clowns that run the place. And this is where you would break the back of all these great big networks that are actually losing people. Nobody's watching that six o'clock nonsense. And this is what you do. You start with everything from high school newspapers to websites. That's how you spread the message about the ground saw, which is, a conservative understanding of human life. It's not, they have the power, but they. this is the reason they abuse the power because they don't have the people. Go to the uh, website, go to the nav bar, the menu, our team. And if you want to really have an exhilarating read, go read multiples of his pieces and you'll understand the problems and then understand what the answers to the problems are which fit into a lot of the conversation we have here. Just go into our team and look under the G and you'll see his name right there. Click on it and all of his pieces will be right there. So please do that. In the meantime, listen, the fight continues on. We know what we have to do and we we need to rally we the people. Thank you for joining me here on the mission. It's time to get involved and get loud, America.